No Apology with the Bible Idiots. That's the name of the new podcast. You can search Bible Idiots wherever you get content. Subscribe and stay with us. This is Thursday, and on Thursday, we do what we call Devotions in Motion. You got the motion, we've got the devotion. Whatever you're doing, I've gotten uh, some word from some folks. I've gotten an email, some phone calls and texts. I know somebody who's listening right now who's probably working out. I know somebody else who's on a long walk with their dog. I know somebody who's driving to work right now. And so this is our chance to bring back the old devotion in motion from the Chris and Emily show of Days Gone By. Thursdays is going to be devotion time. And it's always going to be focused on just having that devotion in motion. Sometimes we may even have a guest devotionator, but you never know. Right now it's just Emily and I, and we have two microphones, and we have a little studio set up. And here we go on No Apology with the Bible Idiots. Emily, are you ready? You think you can hold it together and not laugh your way through this whole thing? I had to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring that up. No, I I am very focused. I am not going to lose it today and just spend my whole time laughing at you. Yeah. It's really hard to do, harder than one might think, but I, I'm going to, I'm making that vow to you right now. I'm not going to just laugh all the, all the throughout the whole podcast. All right. on our I fri- promise, I promise. On our Friday podcast, we do a thing called Mailbag. And so there are three questions that have been selected for the mailbag for tomorrow. Outside of that, there were a couple comments and one question that had to do with the world situation, America's situation, just the fallen land. I mean, yeah. reality is, is that Scar has taken over the Pride Lands, and when will Simba come back and overthrow him? That is the question. Because if you want to see an example, go to the Lion King and watch what happens when Scar and the Hyenas take over the Pride Lands. That's exactly what's happening across America. We have a president who actually says that the more we take money from Americans, the better the economy is going to be. Literally said those words when he was questioned on it last week. Emily, I've got a devotion that I want to be based in Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to go through the whole chapter. But first of all, off the top of your head... With no yeah. show prep, yeah. where do you think America is right now? Seriously, from from your heart. Oy vey. <laughs> <laughs> and not just America. You can go global if you want because that, they're well, trying to tie I it all together. So. Yeah, I think that's more appropriate any, anyway because what we're facing here in the United States, all the countries are facing really the same thing. The push for transgenderism, the push for... Um, you name it, just a global, you know, health mandates and global security and global law enforcement. Um, what other things are being crammed down our our throat? I mean, it, it's just it's it's we're inundated. We're we are being pressed in on every side, and it's not just here in the United States, but around the globe. So that that's very telling too. Well, on Tuesday, it was announced that China is now shutting off all Bible apps, and they're shutting off all uh, Bible chat situations that have been leaking through the Communist Party's you know firewalls, mm-hmm. and they're going to go double hard on it. Also on Tuesday, it was announced that that Finnish. From from Finland, yeah. the Finnish um, diplomat dignitary, you know, she was high up in in, in um, government. Yeah, posted a, tweeted a picture two years ago uh-huh. of Romans chapter one verses twenty two through twenty seven. Just okay. posted that, wanting to say, hey, there's another side of the homosexual argument. Right, and she is now getting ready 
to have the final court battle, and they're going to probably put her in jail for oh, doing that under divisiveness yeah. and hate speech. And again, Romans chapter 1 has been hate speech in, in Canada for a long time. Right, I was just going to say, you don't have to go all the way to Finland. I mean, it's happening right next door. And they're trying to do that here as well in yeah. the United States. Um, so far, thankfully, we've had pastors you know, like John MacArthur and many, many others. He's just one of the prominent ones. Who said no? Not today. Well, you're, some of those supreme to, some yeah. of those Supreme Court cases that that were just recently happened with like the Baker from Colorado and some of those right. other victories. Hobby yep. Lobby got a victory. Those really helped stem the tide here in America. But don't don't think the full court press isn't on. Right. And this is part of the spirit of Antichrist. We've seen it over the course of history. Jesus says, many Antichrists have come, many will come. Right. And that's why we don't focus on that. It's hard not to at least bring it up and say, oy vey. Is that what you said? <laughs> oy vey. But the, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> Jesus says, focus on him and his return. So Search, yeah. I've got some highlighted verses in Galatians chapter 5, and I want you to understand that when Paul's talking now, he's talking about the circumcision crowd versus the freedom in Christ crowd, but these principles cross over in our devotion and motion today to the way we can behave within our community, within our family, within our church, and within our country. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The call is still the same. It's just, you know, we, we do have to navigate this new environment that's around us yeah so yeah what does the bible say about that chapter five of galatians verse one i'm, I'm going to hit multiple verses as we kind of go through here and then it's going to come with the big crescendo at the end okay. verse one says for freedom christ has set us free stand firm therefore and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. There you go. No matter what they do in this country, we are free in Christ, eternally free. Well, I think the, the term, and we've talked about this before, the term free or freedom has been totally hijacked. We've talked about that happening with the word humble. Civil where, rights. Uh, we talked about that with the word love. I mean, they've, Arrogant. Just been, they've been hijacked to mean the t polar opposite of what they originally and really truly do mean. And so when we look at that word freedom and it's talking about that in God's word, that's not talking about the freedom to be a girl or a boy or whatever you want to be. It's not talking about the freedom to do what you want to do. That freedom that the Bible's talking about is the freedom to do what you ought to do what you ought to do is a freeing thing goodness is freeing mm -hmm. it's that sin and that contrary to god's activity that is what is bondage contrary so, to the freedom that we have in christ is what paul's talking about we yeah. see it all around us drop down to verse seven again reminder we're in galatians 5 the whole time right yes. now all right verse seven says you were running well who hindered you from obeying the truth? And I'm in the ESV, just for clarification. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? I think back to some of the most deceived brothers and sisters in the Lord that I have seen in my lifetime just happened in this last election yeah. when there was a group of people that were called themselves evangelicals for Biden. Yeah. And then afterwards, when he put all that pro-choice legislation, all that abortion-first legislation, and, and, and reduced everything that Trump did for the pro-life movement, they 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 were on record in some of these news articles as saying, "We felt betrayed. Yeah, we feel lied we're to." We're shocked. I mean, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
What about the rest of us who stood on the sidelines yelling at you? No. They've told no, us they, what they're, they're wolves. going to do. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. Verse 8, this persuasion is not from him who calls you. When you start going down this path with demonic folk, it's not because Christ wants you to be a light in a dark place, okay? It's because they are trying to deceive you. Verse 9, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. In other words, yeah. a little yeast goes through the whole batch. It affects everybody. It doesn't just stay in one spot. And so it makes a difference. Uh, you, you can think that that one little sin, that one little wrong, that's just going to stay over there in its little dark corner wrong. It's going to affect it's far reaching it affects the entire body it affects the entire loaf and the most loving thing i can do is tell you the truth Mm -hmm. and sometimes i have to tell it in a way that'll try to you know break through the clutter Mm -hmm. and other times i just need to whisper it just a little bit but here comes the bada bing bada boom smackdown in verse 13 for you were called to freedom brothers and sisters only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh but through love, serve one another. See, that's what I was saying earlier. Your freedom isn't permission to sin. Your freedom is the freedom to not sin. <laughs> that's the freedom. You're no longer being held in bondage and temptation to that thing, whatever it is. Yeah, and so let's go Let's go with the, uh, the big run now. Let's take verses 16 through verse 24. This is a big run here. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Do you know why? Why? Because the gratification of the Spirit is so much better once your eyes are open and your ears are open. But many times people, and I can tell you this because I used to be this guy years ago. I thought I was walking by the Spirit, but I was literally walking by the flesh trying to get a little Spirit along the way. The flesh was still the cake and the Spirit was the frosting. And you know what? God says, no, the Spirit is both the cake and the frosting if you really want to experience the goodness. Verse 17, for the desires of the flesh are against against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do oh there we go again (laughs) to keep you from doing the things you want to do your flesh wants to do this the spirit wants you to do this and they fight against each other and let's when i read this what sings to me is out of the old testament good old josh joshua he says choose this day who you will serve as for me and my house we will serve the lord back to galatians 5 verse 18 but you are led by the spirit i'm sorry but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident and then he gives the grocery list you ready sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy fits of anger uh, rivalries dissensions divisions envy drunkenness orgies and things like these i warn you as i warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of god that's an extensive list too when you really look at each one of those things because some of them are very very you know, big, but then others are very subtle and they can creep into really any aspect of life, jealousy and envy. I mean, it is easy for that to creep into. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon, or as some people say, a rocket surgeon (laughs) to look at the lens of like pornography and not know that that's wrong. Right. But there's a thrill, especially for men in that, that they... 
you know, oh, grow up. Oh, you know, there's nothing that wrong with it. And I used to be in that, you know, that's that's bad, but that's not really that bad until I've met a lot of fellas, a lot of guys, and we've done marriage counseling for years. It is destructive. Mm-hmm. It is destructive at a level that I never thought it was, yeah. you know, and and the reality is it really can be harmful. And do you know that in a, in a new survey over the last couple of years, side by side in our culture, and this is like 3,000, 4,000 people. So it's a big survey. It's not just, you know, we went down to the local 7-Eleven and surveyed five people coming out the door. Okay. Right. There are two things I'm going to give you. And they were at, you know, and what is more morally re- reprehensible to them? Okay. Recycling, or I'm sorry, failure to recycle. Okay. Or watching pornography. Okay. And failure to recycle is much more of an affront to the majority of Americans than watching pornography. Yeah, I believe it. And that tells you where we are right now. And then Paul goes on to give us the solution. Starting in verse 22 of Galatians 5, he says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And you know who gets to do those things? Those who are walking by the Spirit. How do you walk by the Spirit? You surrender your life to Jesus Christ. You transfer that trust. You say, Jesus, take everything. Forgive me because of the blood shed on the cross and your your victory over death, hell, and the grave at the resurrection. Make me one of yours. He writes your name in the, in the Lamb's book of life and gives you the Holy Spirit. Now, we can go around stumbling, bumbling, and fumbling and grieve the Holy Spirit, but God is faithful. He will not leave you or forsake you. Last verse, and then I'm turning it over to you, M, for final thoughts. And those who belong to Christ Jesus, this is verse 24 of Galatians 5, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And I just want to say one thing. That is not a touchdown. That is not the ball sailing over the fence in a home run. That is a daily thing of crucifying the flesh with its passions and its desires. And it's like whack-a-mole. Once you get one thing taken care of, another thing will pop up. Right now, I'm fighting the idols of food and the the idols of comfort in my life. And when you fight those idols, I'm going to have victory over them because Jesus is going to give it to me. I got to be careful that something else doesn't pop up to jump in its place. Well, when we're talking about our desires as well, sometimes we get the misconception or the idea that God wants us to just not enjoy anything (laughs) chris you're on the bummer train no 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 (laughs) except for food crucify yourself christians can't do anything but eat right (laughs) and not too much and only the right foods that's right Um, gluttony don't forget about gluttony (laughs) but god did create all the things of the earth for us to enjoy and benefit from. So there is this happy medium. And doesn't it always seem like that is the way it is? There's always a happy medium. Um, a balance. Where, a balance where he's not saying you can't enjoy anything. And so all those things that you enjoy, get rid of them so that you have nothing to enjoy anymore. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, let me change your desires and let your desires become my desire or yeah, your desires will become my desires, so that we're, we're in tandem with one another and we're walking daily with one another and you will see the things that give me joy and they will give you joy too. That's what God is saying. And Chris, you were talking about it earlier where once we do that, we find that 
that fleshly pleasure and enjoyment that we seek for ourselves really pales in comparison to the joy that the Lord has in store for us when we are walking with with him and seeing the things that he desires come to fruition. That is an amazing privilege to be able to see those things and experience those things, but you can't do it. You can't do it if you're constantly trying to satisfy self. And you've got to find a way to make sure that you are in the spirit and watch the spirit's flexibility grow you and the ability to forgive, the ability to hold no record of wrong, the ability to truly trust Jesus in all circumstances, and then you are truly free. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, We got some pretty cool stuff coming. Big announcement tomorrow. It's part of the mailbag because that's one of the questions that's been cut aside. I can't wait to tell you about it. But on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. You get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.